0: You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mella Borowski. Thoughts from a southern witch.
1: Should've studied witchcraft, should've learned to ride a broom, so me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. Hey y'all, I'm Mella Borowski and you're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle. As y'all know, we have all sorts of guests on the podcast and not all of them are witches. But today we have a special witchy treat because Mindy Ruddock is with us. Mindy is an intuitive wellness coach who loves crystals, meditation and witchy stuff. She uses her background in dance, massage, aesthetics, yoga, meditation, mindfulness and martial arts to help her clients find their magic. Mindy is also an intuitive healer and uses her abilities and energy to create self-care products for her clients. Welcome,
0: Mindy. I'm glad you could be here with us. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, no problem.
1: I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about. And wow, you combine a lot of creative talents into your work, all basically around the idea of wellness. So what does wellness have to do with your witchy practice?
0: To me, wellness and my witchy practice go hand in hand. I can't have one without the other. It's just how it's always kind of been for me. When I'm working with my hands, when I'm out in nature, when I'm working with a client, anything like that, its it all comes back to witchy wellness for me. It's just natural and my nature.
1: I really like that because people who've been listening to various episodes of my podcast know that I'm all about witchy wellness as well. That's why I have a lot of different people on here. So I'm really excited about that. We'll go ahead and jump right in. Any practical tips that you can go ahead and give to the listeners to help them promote their own wellness using magic? A lot of people
0: naturally, I've noticed lately, are naturally drawn to meditation. Hmm. It's always been a part of my witchy practice, as well as my wellness practice. And instead of making them two separate entities, like only allowing yourself to witchy meditate now or wellness meditate now, combine them, Mm. set your intent, set your purpose and use that meditation to set your day, to set your spirit about for the day's events.
1: That's a great example of something that people can just start doing, even as they finish listening to this episode, they can go do that right away.
0: Another one I enjoy is uh, morning showers. Mm. As I'm in the shower, I think of what is no longer serving me or what is not going to serve me for the day. And I'll do a quick mental meditation and just kind of let everything wash down the drain.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I use that, that imagery in a lot of my hypnosis with clients as well. And then they can take that forward with them. I just did it the other day with a client that was stopping smoking. And that's part of the, the script, is that you're standing under a waterfall and it's just washing everything away. And then I say, and now every time you take a shower, you're gonna remember that and you're gonna be able to wash all this away.
0: That imagery is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's powerful. And you're into crystals.
0: I am very much into crystals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I know many witches who aren't, to be honest. It's like one of those (laughs) things, like collecting glass jars. Do you do that too?
0: No. And mugs. Glass (laughs) jars and mugs. I'm looking at my shelves. Yeah, I I think I have a
1: few. Yeah, that's one of those things that almost everyone that I meet (laughs) My, it drives my husband crazy. When we moved to this house, I had a box full of just empty glass jars. And he said, you are kidding me that we're going to be moving that. I said, which is like jars.
0: And and everything (laughs) serves its purpose. At some point in time, you're going to need that jar. Exactly. And (laughs) you already have it. You don't have to go searching for it. So what is your most loved crystal? So it's, actually really easy for me to answer this question. There has been one crystal I have been drawn to for a very long time, and people who are into crystals might be like, oh, that's so basic, but clear <laughs> quartz mm. is my my go-to crystal. It is so versatile. It does so much for us. It's the mother of the healer crystals. It's just... I can't say enough about (laughs) clear quartz. It's, it very much speaks to me. And it's just
1: so versatile. I
0: mean, you can find it
1: anywhere and you can use it for anything.
0: Absolutely. And it comes in so many different shapes, sizes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just looking around my office right now, I've got random points. I have on my necklace, I have a small point. And I see behind you, you've got some over there too. Yeah, I do. (laughs) It's just it's so easy to have, and its it doesn't get in the way of other crystals. It helps yeah. other crystals. It makes other crystals magic, even more magical. Yeah. And I, I just, I've always been very drawn to that.
1: One of the best places I ever went to here in South Carolina is called the Diamond Hill Mine. And, and you dig up quartz. Just ton smoky, milky. I just lay in it and do
0: a snow angel.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. I have this massive, and I, when I say massive, I mean like this big. Wow, wow. Um, and it was just sitting in the parking lot because it's a dig site. You have to go take your tools. Yep. And it was just the most peaceful place. But I walked by this big rock and I, I thought, oh, Randy, pick that up and put it in the truck. I'm going to take it and put it in my yard. It was so heavy, but he got it into the truck. And it was coated in the red mud of South Carolina oh. and many other places. As the yep. rain washed that off, it was covered with crystal quartz points on the on the oh top. Oh my
0: God, that's amazing. And it was just sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> I had a friend who went out to Arkansas years ago on a dig. And he brought me back some amazing pieces that if I ever had to pay for it, it would get scary as to how much yeah. some of these points would have cost. I mean, it's beautiful. I still have some small pieces he got too. And occasionally I'll just be out and about somewhere and I'm like, oh, this crystal needs you. And I'm mm-hmm. still giving out pieces from when my friend <laughs> went to Arkansas.
1: Yeah. that's There's just something about digging up yourself and not, know, you know, you never know where crystals come from. Sometimes you have to dig into that and find out, Absolutely. is it being ethically uh, found somewhere or are they using slaves of some sort or whatever energy you know <laughs> serious so. I, don't, I don't
0: yes absolutely
1: so knowing that you went and or someone that you know went and dug this up out of the earth that is just so powerful
0: i can't wait to i will go someday actually my father-in-law lives in south carolina so there's a good chance oh, maybe okay I'll...
1: yeah diamond hill mine i i believe it's Abbeville that it's outside
0: Abbeyville. of i'll have mm-hmm. to go i'll have to go search that one out.
1: I think you pay 20 bucks for the car and you can load your whole truck if you want to.
0: That's dangerous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you could just go and get rocks for your garden. It's it's a great place, but you have to bring everything yourself. They don't provide anything, but yeah, there you go, guys. Diamond Hill Mine, I think it's outside Abbeville in South Carolina if you want to dig up quartz. They've got some other things there too, but it's amazing. Talking about crystals more, do you use crystals in your spell work as well?
0: Yes, I do, actually. Um, I do a lot of spell balls and spell bottles, Mm. and um, in a lot of those, there'll be crystal chips or smaller crystal pieces. Not always the little itty-bitty chips, but like I have this small sunstone right here that might end up in a piece like that. I definitely incorporate crystals in. It just, to me, it helps amplify and helps um, solidify the intent a little bit more because the energy of the crystal, it's providing so much more to that spell work and stuff that mm. you're you're doing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I've, I've used it for crystal grids to help yes. just amplify the energy and I've used it in my healing work, um, different spells like that. Selenide is something that I like to cleanse my crystals on.
0: I so. cleanse myself with
1: it. Yep. I have a rod. I use that to cleanse myself and clients and in rituals and
0: things like that. <laughs> I have a couple decks of uh, crystal oracle cards hmm. that I got online. In, um, in the morning, one of the first things I do is I draw a card. And I kind of look at what that crystal is. I actually only limit myself to use the cards of the crystals I know are in my collection. Yeah. And depending on what crystal jumps out, I either make sure I have that in my pouch all day, or I meditate with it, or I just, I use that sometimes when I'm not really sure what's today's purpose. So I'll, I'll pull a crystal and that'll kind of, and I, I do um, use the cards as well and do readings for people with those cards based oh, yeah. on what crystals are coming up.
1: Yeah, I don't remember which deck I had, but when I had an office in a metaphysical store, I would do the same thing. I pulled out all the cards that they could actually get that crystal when they were leaving, and I would do yes. readings with that because I thought, well, some of these crystals you got to order them from somewhere. So, yeah, see that's a really good point because People think that they have to use things just as they're given, but you can Mm -hmm. adapt and adjust and use your intuition
0: for anything. Absolutely. Do what speaks to you. Listen to it and trust it. It'll guide you and tell you what the purpose or what the need or what the want is that day.
1: Yeah. And speaking of intuition, do you have a crystal that you recommend for boosting intuition?
0: I was going back and forth between two crystals for this. So my go-to two crystals for intuition are amethyst and labradorite. Okay. Amethyst has been a part of my collection for a very long time. I always, when when I'm working with my intuition, I don't know if you've noticed this too, sometimes I'll get that third eye headache or that ache in the middle of my forehead and I'll just take my amethyst and I'll massage my forehead with it and it kind of settles that down and it helps me focus and the labradorite it helps me that's more of a stone of transformation so as i feel i mean we're always evolving we're always changing our anything and anytime i feel like i'm at a standstill with my intuition and something's not going i'll use my labradorite and that will kind of help open me up a little bit differently and transform and be aware of what's going on
1: I think Labradorite is just such a gorgeous stone.
0: So the flash that it gives off is just beautiful. I recently saw one online, unfortunately, I wish it was in person, that had like a lavender pink flash to it.
1: Wow. And
0: I was like, I've never (laughs) seen that. And it just boggled. I'm like, is that even Labradorite? Like, (laughs) I don't know what that is, but it, it definitely was. It was just beautiful. Wow.
1: a big fan of the book of crystal spells magical uses for stones crystals minerals and even sand by Ember Grant and on page 67 she has a chant that you can use as you place stones in every corner of your garden so this particular chant is for an herb garden now you can use clear quartz that is good for all plants but I have St. John's wort and rue growing in the same little bed and so for both of those she says citrine or carnelian would be good so for me for my St. John's wort and my rue I might want to put citrine or carnelian in the four corners of that particular bed and then use this chant as I'm placing these crystals but if you're just using any sort of plant in your garden, clear quartz is always good. So here's the chant that you would use as you place each stone. Herbs for magic, herbs for spice, with this stone my goal precise. Grow and flourish, leaf and flower, cultivate your special power. So switching topics for a moment, I'm really curious to hear your take on color magic. What's the idea behind using color in our magic and does it matter?
0: So just like with me with crystals help set the intent, colors are very similar to me. Every color means something. It might mean something a little different for every person. Mm-hmm. And I feel the color magic can help drive that intent in our purpose even more. I'm very much, I've always been very drawn to the color purple. And as I've studied and learned about color magic, and I've learned that it's a color of spirituality, and it's a witchy color, and yeah. its it goes into an intuition color, it just mm-hmm. kind of, it made sense and it works. And I love that crystals are colors, and the colors kind of play very much off of each other.
1: Mm. So how does that come into play with candle magic then?
0: Um, For me personally, candles and candle magic is an important part of what I do. I actually, behind me right now, I have an orange candle burning. Orange is very much said to be a color of confidence and energy. I have this little voice in the back of my head, sometimes called imposter syndrome, that tells us we're not as good as what we might be. And just knowing that this energy from this candle right now is helping me and supporting me. And I lit it with the intent and asked it for its help and support during this process today. Mm -hmm. It just kind of helps boost me a little bit. Whether, just like with crystals, whether it really does, that's my intent. That's yeah. what I feel it does. It it is supporting me. It is helping me. It's guiding me.
1: Yeah, so if orange is good for confidence, if you're feeling if you're gonna go speak in front of someone and you're feeling kinda low, would wearing an orange shirt be something or an orange dress?
0: Absolutely. Help orange for confidence. I would also if you're gonna speak in front of a group of people, I would also recommend the color blue. Mm. Blue associates with our throat chakra and it helps open us up so it's easier for us to speak and get the words out of us.
1: Okay, can you give us an example of something besides the one that you just said, because I know you gave that example, of something else that you have done with candles in your life?
0: I create and make kind of spell candles um, Mm -hmm. with purpose and intent for my clients. I'll have someone reach out to me and we'll talk about like their medical background, their health history. I remind them that candles and crystals and stuff are not a doctor. They're not going to cure you. They're going mm-hmm. to help you and they'll guide you along. After having the conversation with the person, I kind of think into, okay, what what is their intent? What did they ask? Okay, they asked me for calming. And then I kind of start researching calming colors, calming crystals, calming scents, and how I can put that together for the client. And as I'm making it, I listen to calming music, I make sure I am calm, and I make sure all the intent, energy, and purpose that I'm putting into the crystal, or excuse me, into the candles,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. are what the client's goals are. Okay.
1: I don't think witches would think this, but there may be some listeners who say, oh, color doesn't make a difference. But I know for a fact that even advertising and restaurants use color. They wouldn't call it color magic, but they use color to promote certain energies.
0: Absolutely. There's a reason why the big M uses red and yellow. Yeah. A a lot of the fast food restaurants, whether... They, they use that red and yellow. It, it stirs the appetite. It makes you want more.
1: Yeah. And get in and out quick, right? To get more people. Yes.
0: Yes. Keep the flow. If you go, it's funny you say that, in and out fast. And then if you go to a fine dining restaurant, the colors will be more muted. They'll be more calm. They're going to be more take your time, linger yeah. a little bit type energy. Order off the dessert menu. (laughs) Get
1: an after-dinner drink. (laughs) Fill up that belly. Is it true that if someone doesn't have a specific color that they can always use a white candle?
0: Yes, in my honest opinion, absolutely. Okay. White has its own really good purposes. It's very clearing, Um, but it also, it being so clearing and so blank, it can set if you set the intent that you have yellow energy going into what you're working with, and yellow is can be for creativity, hmm. and you don't have the yellow candle, you can take that white candle, set your yellow energy intent into that, and go for it and use it. You might get a slightly different result, mm-hmm. but your intent... Behind it is that yellow energy. Yeah. You're going to feel it coming out.
1: Yeah. So, intention is key. People say that all the time, and that's really important.
0: Oh, it's so important.
1: I like to tell people, even with using moon phases and using colors, still do it. Still, it's like bake the cake. You'll have a cake. It's going to be a good cake, but when you start incorporating colors and phases of the moon and that sort of thing, it's the icing on the cake. So, you're still going to have something, but you just, it may not it may be more effective when you start using other things
0: involved. Oh, absolutely, yes. Keep those ingredients coming.
1: You mentioned chakras, the third eye, um, that sort of thing. And chakras are a huge topic in the wellness community, but some witches may say, oh, that's too new agey for me. Now I happen to be kind of a new age witch type of thing, among other things. But do you think magic practitioners should care about chakras?
0: Absolutely, chakras are energy. All the magic, all the work we're all doing is energy. If we're not balancing and clearing our chakra energy, our energy field, then the energy we're putting into the spells, into the magic we're doing is muddy. Mm. It's heavy. It's dirty. But by paying attention to our chakras, balancing our chakras, we get cleaner energy, fresher type energy. Okay. That makes sense. And
1: chakra is probably the term that most people are familiar with, but there's lots of cultures and spiritualities that have names or ideas for these energy bodies. Even the Cherokee people in my neck of the woods have their own terms for this type of thing. So whatever we call them, even however we many we want to focus on, some people say there's seven, some people say there's more, it's still a good idea to be aware of the wellness of our chakras. So how do crystals play into chakra wellness?
0: A lot of the crystals will have a, um, a chakra relation that can either be through the color of the stone itself or what the purpose of the crystal is. So speaking on selenite again, selenite is a very clear to white, pure crystal. It is associated with our crown chakra which is color associated with white. Mm. So when we're working with our selenite, we're working with our our higher self, our higher being, our crown, our opening and letting love, light, and energy in. Um, I mentioned throat chakra before. Most of our throat chakra crystals are going to be the color blue, Mm. which is associated with our throat. And they're all very... Lapis Lazuli comes into my mind. It helps us find our inner true voice.
1: Mm, I love that one.
0: I love Lapis. Our root chakra is associated with red or black. Very grounding. So our crystals Mm. like black tourmaline, black obsidian, even red agate. Your mahogany obsidian are going to come down into that root chakra area and help us be grounded. So if you're not feeling grounded. If you're doing a chakra assessment and you're not feeling grounded, or not feeling creative, or your heart is just not open, you're very closed, there are crystals that can help open these. Mm. Very heart-centered crystal is our rose quartz. It has Mm. all types of love, especially self-love. It's very opening for our heart chakra. Mm. Our creativity center, our sacral chakra, that's the orange that's Mm -hmm. our carnelian is going to kind of play into that our solar plexus chakra our yellow chakra we're going to find the citrines and the yellow crystals are going to help grow and enhance that and there's there's physical ailments we can feel if our chakra is running low our our root chakra we can have sexual issues our sacral chakra we can have digestive issues Hmm. I had mentioned the third eye chakra with the headaches and stuff so there's physical things we can feel too when our chakras are out of balance and the more connected we are in trusting and listening to ourselves the more open they become and the, the crystals will just help make that process easier
1: so it really does sound like crystals color, the different chakra, the, these energy centers, it's all intertwined just with, with the colors and and the energy that each of each of those things have.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: What is the most important thing that you have learned on your own spiritual path?
0: That actually comes to me pretty easily today because um, I have a Facebook group that I run and this was my topic yesterday Mm -hmm. and today. It's trusting myself. Mm. It's really getting out of my own way and trusting myself. My spiritual journey, my path that I'm on, I discovered in college in like 1997. So in this path, in this journey has just been unfolding and I'll second guess something. And then six months later, I'll revisit that. And I'm like, why did I ever second guess that? That's (laughs) what I was supposed to do. Yeah. That's where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I just need to trust myself that I'm not going to lead myself. I'm not going to let myself do anything scary. I'm not going to let myself do anything that's going to injure me. Hmm. My self knows what myself needs. Hmm. And I just need to trust it.
1: Yeah, that's that intuitive nudges that people just tend to not trust and and you do have to just learn to do that.
0: Yep, just sit down and be quiet Mm -hmm. and what needs to come to you will come to you. Yeah, that's great.
1: I've got an old book that a friend of mine gave me from his mother that was published in the 80s and it's called Wicca Candle Magic by Jarena Dunwich, and there is a color visualization for healing that I really like in it. Light a candle of the appropriate healing color and turn out the lights in the room. Total silence is recommended. However, soft and soothing music can be used to create a serene atmosphere. So now you're going to hold the healing crystal on the afflicted area of the body And then enter a meditation to connect with the goddess. You visualize the aura of the person in need of healing to be completely surrounded by a light of that same healing color. Or you're going to visualize your own aura being filled with that color. If you're self-healing, focus that color in on any specific areas of pain or illness and she says to spend about an hour doing this visualizing the sick person completely cured of whatever their ailment is in perfect health and then at the end you're going to change the healing color to white or clear and withdraw and you can do this visualization every day until the affliction has been totally removed. And as far as the colors, here's some of the healing properties of colors. Red is energy and life and so it's excellent for anemia, cancer, exhaustion, frostbite, leukemia, neuralgia, and paralysis. But orange is very stimulating so you can use it for arthritis, asthma, bronchitis, coughs, depression, exhaustion. Yellow is stimulating as well, but it is uplifting and it helps to dispel fear. So it's a great color for treating constipation, diabetes, heartburn, indigestion, cramps, and even skin conditions. Green is the color of fertility in nature. It's a great color for treating boils or colds or headaches, high blood pressure, kidney ailments, even nervousness. Aqua is a very soothing and stress-reducing color that is very harmonizing, so it's great for burns or eye ailments, high blood pressure, hypersensitivity, infections, inflammation, even nutritional disorders. Uh, Blue is a cool color that soothes and relaxes and it's great for treating burns or fever, headaches, high blood pressure, skin rashes, sore throat, sunburn, that might be one helpful in the summer, and even minor wounds. And she goes on to give a lot of other colors and their healing properties. So if you're interested, the book is called Wicca Candle Magic by Jarena Dunwich. Any suggestions for protection? I know what I personally use, but I wanna hear what your suggestions are.
0: So two of my favorites for protection, actually, I I won't limit myself to two. Black tourmaline is my first first instinct always with protection is a black tourmaline. Black obsidian is Mm. another that comes into mind. Amethyst is actually Mm. also a very protective crystal. All of those are also, they're not just protective, they take negative energy and they make it positive. Hmm. So they raise the vibration. They, they surround you with protection and they filter at the same time. Oh, that's great, yeah. Jet is one of my favorites for protection. Jet's a good one too. Smoky Quartz is another really hmm. beneficial one to have around.
1: Yeah, I think we could probably spend another 30 minutes just yes. talking about various yes. crystals and <laughs> show and tell. <laughs> I love crystals, you love crystals.
0: That could get a little messy.
1: Um any final thoughts that you want to leave with the listeners?
0: I mean, at the end of the day, what it all comes down to is trusting yourself, listening to yourself and loving yourself.
1: Mm.
0: Self-care gets swept under the rug way too frequently. I'm a mom. I have a house with my sons and my husband and my animals, but I have to pay attention to me because if I don't pay attention to me, I'm no good to them.
1: Yeah, beautiful. How can we get in touch with you and do you have anything that you want to promote?
0: My business is called The Wellness Path. Um, You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Um, actually, I just recently started a YouTube channel, and I'm doing magical wellness tips. Oh, awesome. Last week, I did a, an affirmation spell jar for just to raise your vibration when you're down in the dumps. I'm working on a My Favorite Crystals one right now that I'll hopefully video this week. I have a, a Facebook group as well. It's called the Wellness Path Positivity Project. Hmm a uh, women's only group where we talk about tools for our wellness toolbox mm-hmm. and i do talk witchy things i talk herbs and plants and crystals and mindfulness and just to help flip that switch that's going on in all of our heads right now with everything going on in the world yeah
1: that sounds amazing This has been a wonderful conversation, Mindy. Thank you again
0: for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it and I I love everything you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So
1: y'all show all of our guests some love by visiting their websites, checking out their social media. And if you end up reaching out to them and Mindy herself, tell them you heard about them on Bell, Book and Candle. And don't forget that you can always send me comments about an episode share insights, or ask questions you'd like me to answer by clicking on the link to send a little voice message to me, and it might even be used on an episode. Take care, and y'all be blessed.
0: Thank you all for listening to Bell Book and Candle. You can follow Mella on Instagram and Facebook at bellbookcandlesc. That's bell, B-E-L-L-E. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Bellbook Candle.